And welcome back to the Russ and Randy podcast, everybody, for tips in 10, practical tips in 10 minutes or fewer to help you brand and market your practice or hospital. And today, I think Randy's got a, uh, a topic that's been weighing heavily on him. So let's, um, let's get to it. Hey, you know, this morning, I was, as I was catching up with, you know, I have this routine, I, I get, sit down and I look at my emails and in my email box is an old notification I came from. And I went to Facebook and I realized, holy mackerel, there are some people that have left reviews or asked questions to me that I missed. And they, they reached out to me several weeks ago. And, you know, we're big proponents of answering, thanking for reviews and answering comments because you want to prove that, you know, you're engaging your audience or your demographic and allowing them to stay connected. Right. Connected digitally. So it brought up the idea or for today's topic that at the end of the day, I think that we still rely on email. And I wanted to convey the message to our listeners that despite Snapchat, despite Facebook, despite Twitter, despite Instagram, which all have capabilities of messaging, I think that there is still a place for email. A powerful place. In fact, I would argue email is the gold standard, at least for communicating. What do you think? I would agree, but... There's always a but. I do recognize that... I recognize that there's a couple of geezers here. You know, I don't know what the millennials are into. I, do, do the millennials love email as much as Snapchat or whatever else you're using? I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I would say the millennials hate email, but my point is that our demographic probably is not yet millennials. Right. I mean, millennials, by definition, are younger and healthier. They're not really looking out for physicians. They're not using the health system. Right. They're not using the health system as much. Right. Now, that may change in five years when the millennials decide to start families and they're going to start looking for pediatricians, et cetera, et cetera. But I think in, in this day and age that most of our demographic is probably closer to our age, maybe a little bit older. My point is that there shouldn't be a fear of keeping up with all the different forms of communication via social media because our demographic is unlikely to be as versatile or as fluent with a social media platform as email. That's my point. More than that, those other various platforms, I, th I think with the exception of Facebook, Facebook has is, is demonstrated longevity. It will be here 10 years from now. All of those other platforms may be gone, man. You know, if you think back over the dozens of platforms that have come and gone, and I think back over several that I became committed to, and then they just sort of disappeared, even from heavyweight, you know, 800-pound gorillas like Google. You know, there were a couple products there that, man, I, I loved and began using and committed to. And then they were just, you know, they were in the lab and they disappeared. They disappear. You know, it, to, to emphasize your point, most of us have kept the same email addresses for years and years and years. Hotmail, AOL. Yahoo, yeah. <laughs> AOL. But AOL, having an AOL address says a lot. It dates you. Geezers. Hey, you AOL email users, you're pioneers. Early adopters. <laughs> so question for you, what is your preferred method of communication or your preferred platform? Two things only. First, I can't stand telephones. So I never, ever answer the phone. Email for routine communication. I like writing. 
I always feel I can express myself better in the written word, written communication. So email is great for that. And yet, if somebody needs to reach me more urgently, text is the way to go. And I love text because, you know, unlike the phone, I don't have to answer it right this second if I'm in the middle of something. Or at least you, you get to see what the message is because it pops up on your screen. Exactly. What about you? I would have to say I'm just like you. I prefer email as far as getting tasks done. Texting is great on the fly when you're in the car, when you're not in front of your desktop. I don't know if I really have a third. And I think the problem I had this morning when I was trying to message some people that had reached out to me on Facebook, and I have the same problem with LinkedIn, is I'm not quite sure where the threads go. I'm not quite sure. I just don't know how to use it. I'm not as familiar. And you're never sure what the security is. Like you're never sure whether you just posted it to the everybody in the world on, you know, in public view or whether it was truly a one-on-one. That's always my problem. So I, I thought it'd be something to discuss. And, you know, you and I talk about the importance of uh, email to sending out email newsletters. And the list, your list is, is the key. Right. And I think after I've been doing this for years and years, the email list is still huge. It's still paramount to connecting with your patients. If for nothing else, people on each side, the sender and the receiver, both understand how email works. Whereas I get lost with Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram, and I'm sure lots of our listeners do. Um, And it may be easier, and it may be that there are people out there that prefer to communicate on other platforms. I'm just making a plea and voting for hey, email's still great. And everything we still stay about email and its advantages to communicating, et cetera, et cetera, you you really do need email because everyone's got an email account. Yep, agreed. And I I don't think we can emphasize enough for our listeners how important your email list is. We've got at least one or two other episodes on that topic alone, how to build your email list, how important it is. Long live email. Yep, agreed. The beauty is everybody opens their email almost every day. You know, if not every hour, they're checking it, they're following up. It's personal. It comes into their life. They open it. It's a way to remain engaged, to build that relationship with your patients and potential patients, future patients. I want to say a couple words on other tools that I do use. For my business, for consulting, I use Slack which is a bit of a project and texting platform. It's a free platform. I think it's freemium. I think there are business accounts, but I love Slack. Been using it now for about six months. Have tried Asana. I think that's pretty amazing. And there's a, a text app that is called Signal, and it's entirely secure. Not, I haven't looked into it in terms of how it encrypts, but uh, Signal um, is kind of neat. And I just downloaded it recently. I'm going to try, try it out. But I really, really like Slack. You use that on your desktop? I use Slack on my desktop and my, my iPhone. It. Very good. And, um, oh, the other one is Trello. Trello is like a project management. You know, you set up cards of various uh, projects, who's responsible for them, what state they're in. You know, the stages, phases of ongoing. Um, Sound like a program manager, project manager. Yeah. As you know, 
for large brand strategy and marketing projects is a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And, and, you know, you get more people involved and there are a lot of, a lot of moving parts. It's good to keep everybody on the same page. Lots of moving pieces. Anything to add? I think that's about it. I just, uh, I did, didn't want us to pretend that we've got, that the newest is always the, the greatest. I agree. Email's where it's at. I love email and text, and that's about it. Okay. Thanks for visiting, everybody. Really appreciate you coming by. And download, rate, and review if you can. Five stars. And we'll see you next week. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us. We sincerely hope that these sessions will help you to better connect with your patients and, more importantly, your prospective patients. Our goal is to get you into the digital world and to get you found. Please leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, five stars, of course, and visit us at russandrandy.com for more how-to details. See you there, and until then, keep chilling.